Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Oh, it's just fine. Uh, and we're also <laughs> yeah, yeah. joined Nothing to talk by about, Charlie right? Hoppus. Char- Charlie, welcome back to section 336. It is great to be back. Great to be back. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. This is these are uh, bizarre times, uh, just in in general. Uh, and Charlie, you're a really you're a you're a thoughtful person. So I'm, I I mean I think it's appropriate that you're here to kind of discuss this. I don't know how, how to make sense of this weird sports life kind of moment uh, that we're experiencing right now, but. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it seems like there's a there's an episode missing or something missing between last week and today's show. It, like like there's been a hiccup. It flipped so fast. I was listening to your all's uh, episode uh, last week episode today, and I was saying it, it felt like a totally different world. You all are talking about rosters and the Rule Five guys, and uh, yeah, it just feels like you know we're not going to have baseball or any other sports. It feels like we haven't had them for forever, and it feels like we're not going to have them for for forever. Yeah, and I was listening to others. Like I, I listened to um, what Simmons show, whatever on the the Ringer, his podcast, and and I was you know catching up, and he was a spirited debate about who is the NBA MVP and LeBron James or Giannis, and then yeah, just, just a week later, like that's that's it's, it all sounds like a silly conversation as we're talking about there being no sports anywhere to watch. Uh, so it's, and it, yeah, it was just in a week. Um, and we all knew like that changes could happen. And so I think we discussed, oh, like how weird would it be to play without any fans. And then, but it quickly went like, that wasn't even a discussion that really seriously happened because it quickly went from that to, to just stopped. And it was like, I was watching, uh, I was watching the NBA game, the, the ESPN game, what it was, uh, Dallas Mavericks, but it was the Utah Jazz. Well, that was. Oh no, you were watching yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah, but, All right, Jazz. That was, was the game on. that was canceled, and then then the, the game after that with yes. the Mavericks, uh, and that's when they announced that the kind of the season ended. <laughs> it was just like it just happened yeah. so fast, um, and there was not even like usually well, like, there's a discussion like what no it was just like done the, the second that, um, yeah. So it was just it just and really it was fast. like. Yeah, and then it was within 24 hours that every, other, every sport in yes. the world was shut Everyone down. Everyone else jumped on board. And it's really interesting, right, how this all has, has taken place. And it's going to be really hard to have a conversation about sports and coronavirus and not talk about politics at all. But it was it's kind of interesting how like this kind of move to shut things down has been led kind of at a local and um, kind of free market level with things like the NBA I would imagine, right, if, if you were to paint a scenario, my scenario would be the federal government would step in and say, you know, you can't do this because NBA is all about making money. 
But for the NBA right. and for these other sports to take the lead and say, no, like this is a bad idea and not the federal government take the lead is, I think, bizarre in itself. Um, but good for the NBA well, I think and, and these a, other people. I think it's a combination. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's what, it's, it's what makes America kind of different. Is I wouldn't be surprised to hear that there were – I'm sure there were phone calls that the NBA just didn't say all on their own, okay, we're going to yeah, shut but, down. I'm sure they reached out to some experts. But the no federal one, government surely did not support it, this at the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, right, exactly. And, yeah, and we've seen, we've seen that just how people responded this weekend with bars and beaches and stuff that, that – Humans weren't gonna. Americans weren't gonna just say, "All right, we're not going to games." I think yeah. people don't. Uh, I think it's hard to understand the gravity of this situation because, I mean, again, even last week we were watching, you know, Boban Marjanovic go for thirty points, which is if the NBA is going to go out, Boban Marjanovic getting thirty <laughs> points is uh, as as good of a sign of the apocalypse as any. Um, so it went from it went from you know we were all going about our our daily routines this time last week. Um, and so I think for the people that are plugged in and are seeing what's going on in other countries that are a few weeks ahead of us and seeing how they got there, uh, it's very alarming for people that aren't plugged in. And a lot of people aren't uh, because nobody's mandated them do anything. They're just going about their regular lives. They're going to bars. They're, they're going. So they would have kept going to sporting events. Uh, so it's yeah, it's it's a little bit of whiplash. Um, and the people that that haven't caught up. They're they're just they're living their lives and, and potentially making things worse because of uh, because of that lack of uh, consistent message across the board. Right. And, well, Josh, I, uh, jo- I, yeah, I go saw... ahead, Josh, because you're about to get on this, and I just want to preface Josh's statement by saying, since the time Josh was 29, he's hated all young people, and so I feel like this is Josh's <laughs> opportunity to really bash on young people. But go oh, ahead, Josh. You know, I feel like as a podcast. We have bashed on millennials for yeah. years. And I think that if there's anything we're learning through this process, we should really be bashing on millennials even more. But uh, no, I was going to add on to this whole like it coming out of nowhere. I was reading today that the show, uh, uh, not big, is it Big Brother where they're all in a house? Yeah. The Big Brother show in Germany is in the middle of shooting. And the people in the house do not know about the coronavirus or anything. So they're doing like a live special episode where they're going to just tell the people what's been going on. Which just brings me to that thought of like, it seems like a whirlwind for all of us. Uh, and we've lived through it. If, if you just w- woke up now and heard about all this and saw your news on this, you would think like, this is, like you're in a Marvel movie or something and Thanos just snapped his fingers. It's weird. Yeah. And and again, looking at at a country like Italy and sort of the, the alarming, again, like almost like you said, it's almost like out of a work of fiction, out of The Walking Dead or something. There's all these these rules and quarantines and you have to have, uh, right. you have to have, I guess, just like pieces of paper to let you know where you're going and you, those get checked by cops, the checkpoints. Um and that's just, you know, two weeks ago they were where we were. They had they had spring breakers, you know. It's right. uh, it's wild. Right. It's wild. Yeah, you guys are a little younger, so I don't know how you guys were doing all this. But the only thing that can even remote in my 
context com- I can compare it to in my life is 9-11. Just because it's kind of this like haze afterwards where it's all anyone's talking about. You're going to work. You're going through your days. But you really don't know what the future has. And you're kind of just waiting. And that's like it's the same feeling I had going to work 20 years ago with that. Yeah. And I think these are actually kind of. I mean, it's. I think these are, are really good opportunities to kind of, the 9-11 is a good opportunity. This is a good opportunity to kind of step back, right? Because I think we, we get into a routine of our daily lives and that just kind of sucks us into just the daily life of, of surviving in this world, right? Of doing what we got to do. And then, but we don't often step back, right? And think about how, you know, uh, our life in, in a larger way and, 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 our larger goals and and why we're here and what we're doing and these events like this cause us to kind of like wait a minute like let's stop and like my, my wife and i had a conversation you know a week and a half ago about okay this is really happening uh what what are we going to do about it and we had this kind of uh, thought process of, of kind of how, how the actions we're going to take and she's a nurse right and so that's that's driving a lot of our discussions because at her hospital she has you know coronavirus patients even on her floor um and so, like, it's important that we're isolating ourselves because we feel like she, you know, could easily be exposed to it at any point and we don't want to spread that on. But, like, these these conversations, that it just breaks you from the routine and that's really hard for people. But I think it's a really good, good opportunity to kind of step out of what you're comfortable with and, and think about things and think about issues from different perspectives and, and kind of reevaluate kind of where you are in life because sometimes the drudgery of life and the routine doesn't allow you to do that. Um, so I think there are, and, and 9-11 was, was, is another good example of that, where there, these are these moments, right, that happen, whether it's a JFK assassination, right. whether it's a, a 9-11, or whether it's this kind of pa- pandemic, um, to kind of step back and, yeah, just like, whew. like, it's it breaks the routine. It's hard. It's really hard to stop sports. It's really hard. Like, sports right. do not want to stop. You, and this is one of those times where sports yeah. are stopped. Do you remember how awesome baseball was, though, when it came back after 9-11? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the George Bush, I am, uh, I am not a conservative. I, I remember fondly, it, it's one of my favorite moments of any president during my lifetime, was George Bush like walking out past the little like ceremonial rubber that they had set up for him the first game back or, or whatever it was the first, I guess it was the first World Series game. And he walks to the mound and just throws like, you know, a 75 mile an hour fastball. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, that is, that was so good. Um, yeah, so yeah. there's, you're right, Matt, to your point, it really, it's it's like 9-11, but it's like on a time release because we're not getting the full effect of it and we won't for mm. for some time yet. And uh, so it's sort of just like 9-11, but we get to see it unfold over this this chunk of time. And you're right. It makes you it makes you think about things on. It's interesting because it makes you think about things on a really really broad global scale, but it also makes you think about things because it's so personal on a really personal uh, on a really personal level. And you know how how you interact with people in your day to day life, and are you living the kind of life you want to live, and and those sort of big big questions uh, at the same time as you're like asking. You know, is our infrastructure the, truly the best in the world, and, and things like that? Big picture, uh, how how connected are we globally to other to other people? Um, so it's it's wild. It's it's I don't I mean none of us have ever lived through anything like this. 
and and when they're saying this is something that uh, affects old people a whole lot more, it brings up that whole conversation of how we care for the elderly, elderly in our country and this whole uh, thing of how we treat them because like not going out and going to restaurants isn't for our own health. It's for the health of others. Yeah, and this, this idea of times in crisis is when you find out sometimes right the flaws of society and we're seeing like some of the flaws of america through through this experience but also like you also see the the virtues of people right through through these crises as well yeah. right. so you can kind of see all sides of, of where you're at and some of it's like all right good it, and others are like oh man we need to we need to, to fix this up have any of you guys been shopping in the past <laughs> couple of days yeah yeah it's wild i i went i went to walmart today and I have, in general, I have a little bit of anxiety. It pops up once in a while. It creeped way up in Walmart today because people are crazy. I've never seen so many empty shelves. I've never seen just people just loading carts up with like a cart full of just potato <laughs> chips. Uh, it was just weird. And... uh and all where it's people are really treating it like it's the end of the world that it's not going to be a, a a small blip in our life yeah well, i mean it's, it's this idea of it's the unknown right and we fear the unknown and we and we don't know exactly what to expect and yeah and we would like people to be and like again my wife and i had this conversation like what a week and a half ago before kind of it got too crazy and we went shopping and we haven't been back but we like stocked the freezer so like i don't know if you call that panic buying but we were prepared like to go a while without going to the grocery store again because, you know, we, we thought about and had this conversation. And I think it just – yeah, and, and like Charlie's right about the time release thing, right? So like it's I feel like it's hitting people at different moments in time. So like some people, it just hit them right. today like, oh, crap, like this could – like we could be isolated or, or may, maybe we don't want to go to the grocery store next week. Um, and so I think it's hitting people at different times. And and yeah, like people um, – I mean it's been, there's a lot of stuff online about the toilet paper. I I'm with like I I I really don't get that like, but the, the toilet paper makes no no sense. Yeah. But like I could go a month without toilet paper, I'd be fine. <laughs> it's not it's not. I'm just saying if I was like it's not the top of my list, right? It's not the top yeah. of my list if I'm no. trying to survive. Well, and what do you do if there's no toilet paper? There's a shower within a foot of the yeah, toilet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'll be fine. And, uh, yeah, it's not like you're leaving your house. So like, yeah, just take a shower every time. Um, it's, it's wild though. You, you think about, uh, the way that it impacts different people. Uh, Josh, you mentioned the elderly. Um, and then you also mentioned anxiety. You know, it, it's certainly obvious that it's going to affect the elderly. It's going to affect, um, people that, that are more susceptible to getting illnesses. Um, but you know, I have bipolar disorder. I have no idea. A lot of the things that I do to cope with that on a day-to-day -day basis require some level of human interaction or some level of physical activity. Um, and you know, a lot of, a lot of people that are in worse positions than I am with their mental health are going to be hit really hard by this. It's just going to be different for, for different right. people, people that need caretakers, maybe aren't going to be able to have access to it. It's, it's wild to think about. I keep using that word wild because I just can't think of anything else to say, but it's, it's wild to think about how it's going to affect 
you know, you, if you have any any bit of empathy, we we, we talk a lot about, uh, or I guess in the news they've talked a lot about the airline industry, but restaurants and bars, people that work there, um, the way it's going to hit people economically, it's it's a uh, it's staggering, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you know what. All of our, uh, most of our listeners are in the Baltimore, Maryland area, and I know schools have closed down for a couple of weeks. Can I just say now is not the time to come down to Florida and hang out on the beach and take your vacation and your, your extended spring break, um, even if even if that's what the Zany Burt Roadie is up to. Do not come and he hang is out not on the beach. <laughs> but he is on vacation. Well, yeah, but I think he, but I think he's in an isolated area. Yeah. The weather's beautiful, and stop bringing your coronavirus <laughs> down here, because it's constantly people from out of town who are the ones in the hospital with coronavirus. So stay out of Florida. Thanks for that, Josh. All right, can we? Can yeah, we? No can we? Thanks for that PSA. Can we tie this back to sports, um, Charlie? I know, like more yeah. more than Josh and I, you're a big NBA fan. I know you, you you love the Clippers. Yeah, this is this was turning into like a pretty epic showdown between Lakers and Clippers. Um, um, what what's as just as a sports fan as, and as a lover of the Clippers and a lover in the NBA, um, like how how do you how, how does that fit into this whole this whole uh, scenario? You know, I I'm glad you asked that. I it's hard because uh, being a Clippers fan is not terribly different from being an an Orioles fan. Uh, you don't <laughs> yeah. have even the bright moments aren't so bright because terrible things happen. So, you know, we had Blake Griffin and Chris Paul for forever um, and they get hurt in the playoffs. Right. It, just like year after year, little things. Um, and before that, you've got uh, a terrible owner, although Donald Sterling was a lot worse than Peter Angelus ever was. Um, so you have, you have these sort of underlying fandom things. So you can, you can empathize a little bit with me as Orioles fans uh, about what being a Clippers fan is like. And so for the Clippers to be good um, <laughs> was just like, even though of course they were supposed to be good, they got all these great players now through free agency. Um, it felt like a miracle, right? That they're, that they're good and we're experiencing this season. And hmm. it's, it's really hard because people, so people around the world are suffering like unbelievable hardships and it's really, it feels really selfish. Uh, I mean, people are dying, you know, and people are losing their jobs, all these things. And so it's really selfish to feel sad about the loss of, you know, potentially the best basketball season I'm ever going to get to root for, right? And uh, it feels trivial to be upset about something like that. And I wanted to say, you know, for people that are upset about potentially losing the Orioles for a number of months, don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty about that. It, sports are, are one of the things that really holds, <laughs> holds us together, brings different groups of people together. Um, is something that can be a shared experience. And for us to lose that in a time like this is, uh, is devastating. And I think it's appropriate to, you know, for lack of a better word, to mourn for things like the loss of the NCAA tournament um, and all these, you know, seniors playing in college, college sports, high school sports, losing their senior years. Um, I think it's I think it's appropriate and like human to be upset about that. And there's always going to be somebody that has a worse uh, situation than you. 
in all of this and um don't feel don't feel guilty for being upset about the things that you lose in it and you know i'm sad about no orioles i'm sad about no clippers it's it's hitting me in a way that i didn't expect yeah i think that's well said charlie the the yeah and 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 for us i mean we talk all the time about how the role that sports plays in our family it's literally what ties us together my favorite part about the oral season is the interactions i have you know with josh and my dad and bert around around baseball now with my son too like that's i'm looking for i was taking him you know to, to not to game one a little too crazy opening day but we were planning to go to game two together and so um and silas we talk about all the time about the opening of the baseball season and now like i don't talk about him with the with, i don't talk about it with him anymore because i don't know when that's going to happen right and he can't appreciate that kind well, of context with time and that's the weirdest part right now is there's no countdown it's just wait we start counting down baseball season in october november we start the countdown and now it's just like we got down to like i don't know 10 days or something and now it's just wait yeah and and the the tournament time like they got it the worst right this is the worst possible time for the tournament right i mean for the ncaa like the ncaa of all the sports i think they had it the worst because this is their um this was their time right they just had it they had two more weeks they'd be fine um and, and so it's really unfortunate for them. But this, in general, is like one of the best times. I think it's the best time of the year for sports, right? The NCAA tor- tournament. It is. You have spring training wrapping up. You're talking about final rosters, which, by the way, spring training, when you're in a rebuild season, like spring training is like your favorite part yeah. because you're still zero and zero. <laughs> and so, like, it's all, the, all, it's all good. And then, like, this is when it happens. So it's just, ah, uh, it's it's. And then and even NHL and NBA are like in the second halves of their season. And yeah, we're going. talking MVPs. We're talking playoffs. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's. I mean, I don't know if there's a good time for for sports to stop, um, but this is certainly um, one of the worst times for it to stop. Um, I mean, the, the month of February is you could give up sports for that every year. But it does. It does make you. That might be true. I got to think about it. But it it, it does make you kind of pause and reflect on like the role that sports plays in your life whether it's baseball as background or even like i'll turn the nba game on as background um and or if it's if it's the way you communicate with the ones you love by talking about sports it's um yeah it just makes you kind of pause and think about the role and i mean i follow on twitter like it's my twitter handle is section 336 i only follow like sports people and then a couple of Mr. Rogers things. That's it, right? <laughs> and, and 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 you see how people are reacting, right? Like there's been a lot of non-sports. And, and for the first time ever, by the way, I've used Twitter for like news about coronavirus. I've never used Twitter for news, but I found myself using Twitter for news for the first time ever. And, um, but, but like even you see how people, and we'll talk about it on here, how we're going to deal with it and, and doing this podcast every week when there's no or just baseball to talk about, but you see how people are starting to try to like fill this void that is the missing sport. And so they're calling up old, old highlights. I tell you what, just anyone, if you want to get a hundred retweets and a thousand favorites, just, you know, tweet out the dumb and young double. (laughs) Um, Everyone does that like once a week now. I watched that today. Right. (laughs) Uh, And it, I enjoyed the uh, or- Orioles Twitter going and, and watching the Curse of Andino game. Together yeah, yeah, like that was really cool, and and um, and I, I and I hope there there's more of that. And 
um, I'll be the the show comes out tonight at midnight. Like I'm going to be playing the show as as a way to kind of get my <laughs> yeah. fix in. But I mean, you got a bunch of my followers on Twitter and, and my stuff as well. Like trying to fill this void because it's it's weird, it's odd, it's it's never happened before. And and like there's, it's not just about watching a guy hit a hit a baseball. Like there's more there to to sports and and that's missing in our lives. And right that's now. and that brings me to the NFL. <laughs> Because I wanted to ask you guys about this. How do you feel about today? The NFL felt like a normal sports day on Twitter, by the way. And that is it. Do you like that this that their season starting and free agencies uh, still opening on Wednesday? Do you like the normalcy that the NFL is bringing, or does it feel like to me it feels just weird to have that when everything else is shut down? It just seems odd and out of place. Or do you think it brings normalcy? Uh, that's a good question. I think. I think it really depends on how the next couple weeks unfold. I know right now a lot of people are using uh, humor to sort of uh, get through this, and that's one of the ways that I I get through a lot of things. And uh, so, you know, there's depending on how this shapes up, a lot of these jokes are are going to be really funny and uh, you know help us get through the tough times, or they're going to be like, oh, wish I hadn't joked about this, like horrible thing right before it unfolded i think that that's sort of how i feel about the nfl right now i'm so happy that it's there because uh something's happening right this feels normal um i think in another week or two it's possible that i have a a different feeling about that right it seems like a really good business approach because sports center needs something to talk about and if you're the only game in town doing anything but uh, it seems, but like on baseball side, it seems like besides the Nationals, baseball teams have decided to just be quiet and sit and not make any roster moves right now. But did the Nationals make a roster move? Oh yeah, yeah, they made a bunch oh, yesterday. I didn't, I didn't even see that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's this this balance between um, just and and I I've seen people kind of talk about this. Like live and my wife and I've talked about this, like living your life and doing what you need to do and and like stopping everything because coronavirus is here. Right. And so I think for the NFL, like I I mean, free agency doesn't is not impacted by coronavirus. Right. Like you you don't need you're not having these big meetings or anything like that. This is not a right like the NFL draft. It's not that where a bunch of people get together in one spot so you can do it. Right. And so. I don't know, like, do it. And it is. It's the same. It's a it's a business. They've got to get their business done, just like I'm still going to work every yeah. day. Other people are remoting in. They're remoting in for all this. Um, so, yeah, it all makes sense to continue it. It's just weird when, like, we were talking about last week and last week being, like, a different world. And our conversation then was, like, well, you continue to play sports without fans because we need sports on TV for a distraction. Yeah. We need the normalcy to stay. We need, and we never even, when we had our discussion last week, it never crossed our minds that we might lose sports altogether. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what if we did an episode today where we didn't? I mean, we cover the Ravens some, mostly Orioles, but we talk about Ravens too. Um, and the and the Ravens made a really a couple nice trades and a nice signing. And 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 what if we came on this podcast, didn't mention coronavirus at all, and just talked like Ravens trades and Ravens moves. Like we could have done that, and I think, and yes. and but I think for the listener, like it would have been weird because we're at the point in this thing where where we understand that life is not normal, 
And so having just a normal podcast feels feels kind of fake. And so I think maybe well, that's, what, that's what you're what you're you're getting at with with all these announcements. Yeah, I guess. And you're right cuz and that's more of section 336 and we are uh our approach is we're not here to give you news. We're showing you, like, we're experiencing sports with you, just like any father-son does or in brothers. Yeah, it do. used to be three guys sitting at a bar, and, and but that's... now we can't be sitting at a bar together. So it's three guys talking on a podcast via internet. And it's right. It's, it's three guys talking on the internet as if we we're quarantined, yes. and it'll always be as if we're quarantined. But um, that's different where the film study podcast is continuing business as normal mm. because there is football stuff to talk about. And the coronavirus isn't coming up there because that's a analyze, analyze football nerd okay. talk show. And that's where 336 is different. And uh, it would be very weird if we didn't talk about this. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very weird over the next few weeks as we will not be having Orioles news to talk about or Ravens news to talk about, but we'll continue shows and just have to find normal things in life to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, know? And I, I think, like, I don't know. I think people still want sports in their lives, right? So, I, like, I think we can still have conversations around the Orioles and around sports even if it doesn't right. directly involve, you know, who's the 26-man roster or the two, 2020 version of the Orioles. Like, I think we still have conversations about, but, about the Orioles. But there's no way I would start writing show notes for next week, tomorrow, because we don't know what the world's going to be like in a week. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, but yeah, like you and I yesterday had a whole Twitter conversation about um, TV shows and all, because, which would normally be all that time on our phones – would have normally been about the Orioles. Yeah, game. yeah. So yeah, talking TV shows about and, the roster and Stephen coming King together. Novels. Yeah, right, right. Instead of talking Stephen King and TV, we we would have been talking about roster development yeah. and everything. And even here, like Charlie messaged me this morning, any agenda for today? <laughs> and I had to tell him, I'm like, no. We're normally we have an agenda because the Orioles have laid out what we need to talk about and what we're excited about coming. And it's really, we talked last week that we were going to do a quiz on Oriole players this week who are on the roster this year. And then uh, it's too weird to do that today. Yeah, it's like here, I'll throw out through some quiz, some, some quiz questions to see if you can figure out that I'm really alluding to Andrew of Lasquez. Like, like, I don't know. Like, it seems like, <laughs> right. and I was ready to give you a, a little quiz on Andrew of Lasquez, but like, because he's, he's a new Oriole who's not even made the 26 man yet. But it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe, exactly. yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. So we, so we have as a, as a show, right. It's kind of an interesting position for us. And I don't know. I'm curious to see there's other oral podcasts and sports podcasts out there to see how they deal with it. But it's certainly something that, that we're going to deal with too, how to talk right. about sports. I know. And, I know some are taken yeah. off, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll still be here every week. Yeah. Because if anything, it's a chance for you and I to catch up. Yeah. And yeah, next week's episode may be about TV and Stephen <laughs> yeah. King novels. And I, we'll I just see. don't understand, Josh. And we can talk about no, Nosferatu, which is not by Stephen King, but it is by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. And right, I Joe finished Hill. it last week. And I think Nosferatu is brilliant, by the way. I think it's a great book. 
Um, I just started the television, the AMC wow. te- 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 television show. But yeah. my only issue with Nosferatu, I thought it was a bit too much like him trying to impress his mom and dad. And I understand he's got a lot to live up to with <laughs> his mom and that. dad, but it was all like a love letter to his mom. Yes. And on top of that, he did like, did you notice all like the references to like, like it, like the Hey, oh, silver reference? Yes, lots. Like, yep, lots of references. It was, it was, to yeah, it was clearly King. a nod to his dad as well. So I felt like too hard, trying too hard to impress mom and dad. But if you're Joe Hill, the yeah. son of Stephen King, uh, you probably want to pred- uh, impress your, I mean, his mom's an author as well. You probably want to impress your parents. Right. So I don't, but and, we can. Yeah, but, but he got a good book out of it with all that. Yeah, still great. And it's book. way cooler to see her. It's way cooler to see Stephen King references in a book, knowing that it was written by his son, than when it's just a random person who's referencing Stephen yeah. King. Um, I, and I like the. Uh, I thought the TV show on I think AMC. Did, yeah, I just has started the TV it, yeah. show, and I think they do a good job of of bringing the book okay. into. Um, I mean, if we if we want to talk another, Stephen King, there's another one on HBO now, right? Is that right? Yeah, The Outsider. We yeah, can talk yeah. about that one too because I just finished it and I, I read the book and what they All did right. to Holly and how they changed her character drives me nuts. But right. Nosferatu, <laughs> thank you for bringing Nosferatu that up. is an infant. I think it's a, just such, a, such a, a better book than than The Outsider. Uh, but whatever, I think The Outsider is a little bit overrated. Yes. <laughs> All right, but All right. I'm with you, totally with and the you. Holly character. I don't like on, her in the book, but I, I like her even less in the in the show version. All right. I don't like her. I like her in the book. I do okay, not well, well, like her well, in the so TV I've, show. I've, I've <laughs> read this book at all, um, and I only have I've, I've read you know maybe a half dozen Stephen King novels. What is this? Is this worth watching on HBO? Right. I, I also am a huge fan of HBO stuff in general. Yeah, I think over, okay. it's okay. good overall. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard for yeah, me to I separate like, like what I know, like my knowledge of the book with the show. Right. It's hard for me to separate that. But, but so yeah, I, I think it's good I'm series. watching it with yeah. Mandy. I'm watching it with Mandy, and she has not read the book, and she's okay. really so this is like good. She liked the character of Holly. This is good so gonna... That's really my only issue with the whole show. I uh, like everything no. else about the show. And she, all right, she does not like the character of Holly, and here's why. Because on the, uh, on the audience network, which is I don't even know some what that is. network that you can, only, you can only get the audience network if you have the AT&T like, TV stream thing. But so you got to find a shady hookup to get this show, but they have a series called Mr. Mercedes, and it's three seasons. I've out read so the Mr. Far. Mercedes novels, the Stephen King. And yeah. Now, as you know, Holly, Holly originates Gidney. in the Mr. Mercedes trilogy. Yes. So we're two seasons into that, and Holly on on the Mr. Mercedes TV show is well much closer the to the hypochondriac, all that, yeah. and a yes, and a better developed character. Okay. So. So that Holly, and it's really weird to watch The Outsider and this at the same time with two different people playing two different types of the same character. Yeah. But that There's, Holly is In much general, just too much Stephen King out there. That's the problem. He's everywhere. <laughs> there is. There is. We haven't even started Lock and Key yet, the other Joe Hill TV yeah, show. That's, if you want to read a graphic novel that will blow your socks off, Lock and Key is great. Yeah. Anyway, no, this is uh, Section 36. That's <laughs> focus, Josh. <laughs> focus. That's a, that's a preview for next week. Yeah, is it is that I a mean, good is that a good use of of quarantine I mean, time though? Stephen King TV show binges. Yeah, I mean it's you know. The, uh, I mean, I'd rather okay. binge okay. on the book. Yeah, I, I guess the the I mean I, I don't think The Outsider was a great book. I, I didn't love The Outsider, but I think 
I would rather watch the TV show actually than, than read the Outsider book. But Nosferatu and Lock and Key are books you should read. But the yeah, those yeah, are great books. but the but I think the, I think this is it's interesting to me too. Josh, you had a problem with people going out on beaches, and there's been like a problem with people going out in bars and restaurants and socializing, yes. which is kind of crazy because I feel like we often criticize at least this like from a teacher perspective, we often criticize the younger generation as like they never socialize, they just stay at home and play on their computer games and they, and they don't know how to interact with other human beings yeah. and like this is but don't you think yeah. it's because if you tell them they can't go out they all want to yeah, go and, out and like honestly i don't i don't i don't um hate on people going out to bars and i don't hate on people going out to the beach because like it's just um it's a lack of of awareness issue right like it's not i don't think they're jerks for going there i think they, they're just <laughs> no it, it's not an awareness it's they all think it's a hoax or that it doesn't affect them. Yeah, but that's them. the point, right? And I think it's a selfishness. Right, but that's the point. Like, they're, they're, they're just are ignorant on the topic. And Josh, like, I just think about the 23-year-old version of myself. And the 23-year-old version of myself would probably go to a bar and not think about it. Um, or, or think it's not a big deal. Um, whereas the, you know, the 36-year-old ver- ver- version of myself has a different perspective on life. So I just think it's different. Right. Yeah, I get but, it. But it's just, it's ironic yeah, to me because year old me. to be quarantined here, like there's a thousand shows, not a thousand, that's exaggerating. <laughs> there's about 10 great shows I want to watch. And there's a bunch, now I'm not exaggerating, there's a thousand books on my Goodreads wish list that, that, that I want to read. So you're telling me I can't, I've got to hang out the house. Now, I still have got the kids who I ruin everything. I can't do anything with the kids. I can't watch TV and, with the kids. All right. Because all these. Don't forget video by, games. By the way, oh, yeah, and NBL, 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 MLB The Show. Like, you can lock me up in this house forever. I'd be happy. But, like, the, <laughs> like no, every Stephen King uh, show, I can't watch in front of my kids. So there's really nothing on TV Ooh, I can watch in front of I my have, kids. I have recommendations. I'm deep into cartoons over the last year. So I have. That I can watch and my son will also yes, watch with yes. me? Um, okay. what, how old is your, how old is your son now? He's almost three. Okay. So, so probably like a little bit young for things, but it won't like ruin him or anything. I, I love Steven universe. Um, big fan of, of okay. that show. Um, I think all of it is on Hulu. Um, it's, did you ever watch avatar? The last airbender? Okay, no. Avatar: The Last Airbender is one you should watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, it, it's it's one of those shows that that is very much like coming of age, and so they started out uh, for a younger audience and uh, sort of bring through these adult themes. Uh, in Avatar: mm. The Last Airbender, there's a, a worldwide uh, war going on, and so these these kids are like sort of placed in the middle of that context and uh sort of made to and the main character is this monk right so he, they're sort of made to grow in this this really intense world um sort of same deal with steven universe it's it's a coming of age story that sort of reaches these really epic character uh character driven stories that are really really enjoyable so uh steven universe and avatar the last okay. airbender two of the best cartoons ever made really good I appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that recommendation. Yeah. Right now, Saz just wants to watch this Car City Halloween. <laughs> uh, that's probably closer for... to the. That's probably closer to the right age, anyway. Um... Yeah, and I'm just trying to get him watch like a, a you know, Disney movie. Like, yeah, dude, watch a Disney shows. movie so I can enjoy it well, too. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disney released Frozen two early, 
So you can watch no, that. He, at home. He, he, he's not into it. He doesn't want to watch it. No, just Halloween Car City. That's it. Cars driving around with a big uh, sheet over their head, pretending to be a ghost. That's where we're at. Uh, hey, as long as they're pretending to be ghosts and not other things that wear white yeah. sheets. But I, I tell you what, we had, we had, uh, we kept on talking about it all. We said, "Here's our thing: like when it gets warm, baseball." So we always talk about it gets warm, baseball. Um, and now it's going to get warm, not baseball. Hey, can we touch on Trey Mancini briefly? I, yeah, I was just going to say while you're talking about your son, I enjoyed your Instagram stories yesterday. <laughs> Of your house completely trashed because you don't know how to pick up after your kids. <laughs> Josh, Josh, do you ever like the? My wife's been working a lot. Yeah, I have. I have three. I have three of my own kids. I know. Okay, Josh, did you ever? Did Mandy ever leave? You know, for 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 a few days, and and you had, and when they were younger, because now they can, you know, they're a little bit older. You mean like? You mean like when she went to Africa for? And like how two old weeks? were your kids at that point? Uh, I don't know. Little. Okay. I, I, Four, and four, your house, six, four and six, your house probably. Did, did, it didn't look like my house. I have no memory of that time. <laughs> no, no, it probably looked. It probably looked similar. I thought house. about. I, you know what? I, I I enjoyed it because it reminded me of having little kids, and I'm glad I'm kind of past that point. Though my kids still yeah, it's the just, house. It's it's really amazing, and, and we had I I should have posted. I took a video to post on Insta this morning where we had a, a talk, kind of a heart to heart about. <laughs> About it was really just a pep talk for me. I was like, Silas, who's the boss? You are dad. Okay, I'm the boss. Like, <laughs> kind of a pep talk for me because I mean, and 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 my wife and I are fortunate in that, like, um, like I'm I'm a teacher, but she's a nurse, so she's actually able to go to work more because and she picked up two extra days this past week, and I watched the kids, um, and so it's worked out well for us in, in that sense. I know there was concern about closing schools because nurses are often also parents and. How would that work? But for us, it actually works. She's more available to, to go to work, so it works out that way. But yeah, but um, having having two small children, like it's never it's never boring. And I don't understand how two tiny human beings can just cause so much kind of chaos in in a house at any given point. It's it's insane. But doesn't it, it doesn't stress me out? Can I talk about something that stressed me out recently? And then we'll get to Trey Mancini. <laughs> but two things okay. stress me out. Am I alone on this? Um, Trey Mancini doesn't stress you that out. That concerns me on a different level. It's been 2020. All right. I'll tell you what. It's been it's been a year, and it's March. <laughs> it's been weird. Um, yeah. All right. What's stressing you out? No. Whenever and I've talked about on, on on the show. Like I have to strip down because I, when I get stressed out, I sweat. And so when when I go to ch- um, put put them in um, in in uh, their uh, their their footy pajamas. I talked about that. When I put them in their footy pajamas, okay. it's just it's really hard because they they just squirm around everywhere and just fit in those footy pajamas on. I strip off all my clothes before I go in there to do it. The, not all my clothes, but I like I Wait, no, before? like I, yeah before like I take my <laughs> right, sweatshirt right. off because I start sweating doing it. The other th- way, and and my wife makes fun of me because I've been known to like take my shirt off just in the middle of driving, driving in traffic, and like specifically like city traffic trying to find a parking spot is I just get yeah. so stressed and start sweating and I just have to take my clothes off. So if you ever see me like driving around Baltimore looking for a parking spot with no shirt on, it's just because I got so stressed out trying to find a parking spot and driving that I just take my clothes off. Yeah. I heard that's what happened to Naked Cowboy. That, I mean, that, that might be in New York. Yeah, in it, it might be. But, that uh, stressing me out. No, just, just come <laughs> to Florida. But that, 
I'm telling you, I got I got rid of a okay. lot of my. Stress I mean, I'll deal with thirty kids, thirty high schoolers going bananas. I'm I'm whatever. I'm I'm chill. I, like I don't care. But shoot, you put me in traffic, or you have me put footy pajamas on, and I'm I'm sweating, <laughs> sweating like sweaty Freddy. Yeah, I don't up think there. I don't think go to sweaty Freddy reference. Um, I, there's a. Uh, I don't I don't think going to Florida is going to help his sweating problem, Josh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, no, that's true. <laughs> That's that's true. It'll <laughs> it'll get rid of some stress, but you might yeah, never be wearing clothes. Uh, sweaty Freddy. I haven't thought about Sweaty Freddy in a long time. Uh, Gar- Garcia, yeah, that's right. What... Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Freddy Garcia, who just first inning, first inning. the man is just yeah. right. soaked through his t-shirt like just first inning. It's amazing, and he was he would go out there and throw five. It, it, it didn't matter. But Josh, that's what I'm saying. This I, I think this there is a rich history of of jokes related to Orioles baseball from our generation. Like, I'm not even talking about before us. Before us, there was good baseball. But just kind of our generation growing okay. up watching baseball, it's a rich history of of, of laughable baseball and, and funny baseball players. So you want to do that? Do you want to do that uh, on uh, one of these upcoming I think episodes? That, I think that, I think that could Oriole fill uh, a, a, like, just yeah, like... Just talk, spend 45 I, minutes talking about Marty Cordova. <laughs> yes, and Luke Scott. Can we have just oh. a, a dual Luke Scott Marty Cordova <laughs> podcast? You, I think oh, I was well, going to say case, Luke, Luke Scott Aubrey and Aubrey Huff, Huff have also. to be the they go together. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. I, we will definitely. It's. I'm just enjoying that I get to call this episode "Sweaty Sweaty Freddy" <laughs> when we haven't talked about any Orioles or we, sports uh, at all today. It's been it's been so long so, uh, since I've really thought about. Uh, Orioles podcasting and uh but that was Dean loved uh Sweaty Freddy. You would find a way to work Sweaty <laughs> Freddy into every episode even if he like had one start maybe. You know you know, we just welcomed Charlie to the show and didn't introduce <laughs> him to true. anyone. If people oh, yeah, it's, it's true. I I'm just is. yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> and my bad. So I I reached out to, right. So Charlie had a great podcast that uh Burned fast That's the way to do it. I think out. I think you guys in Bird's Eye View are and doing it all wrong with this whole in it for the long haul. No, shooting stars. That's right. Well, we, we so if you're not familiar with Charlie, it's Oriole Spastics. And I and I asked Charlie this morning if it's all online. It's not really. It's randomly yeah. placed. Yeah, there's on a YouTube. channel. There's you, a channel. So I'm working. Yeah, I'm working with Charlie and Dean to try to get all the episodes and put them up on Birdland yeah. Sports. Because I think that's a great way to get <laughs> if through you ever want to your listen quarantine. to his thoughts about three guys that, you know, only know a little bit about baseball and a lot about Arrested Development, uh, and you want to <laughs> listen to those people talk about the 2013 Orioles, that is that's a special group of people. I'll tell you what, though, we had in in our heyday, we had uh, we had I think our our most downloaded episode had like 3,000 unique downloads or something. It was just like wild. Wow. Yeah, it was like a very very short-lived. It wasn't a very good product. It was nothing like your all's podcast. But for some reason, a very small collective of people just like loved it. Uh, so it was it was fun doing it. I, I'm really glad you guys asked me to, to come on because I miss it. Well, and we'll have you back sometime this season, assuming we play baseball and actually talk baseball at some point. But uh, yeah, it seems like you've grown up and moved out of the basement. <laughs> And I, and I know Dean's now. Uh, I know he, he's got what two yeah, kids three, now, or yeah. one and another coming. Three. All right, three kids. 
So I mean, Chris he's is up, married. Is Chris, Chris alive? Chris is, uh, he still has. I don't know if you remember. He has a pet pig. Um, so he and his wife and their pet pig are <laughs> um, doing doing well. Uh, you know that sounds like a podcast on its own. Me, my his, wife, and my his pet wife pig, or a sitcom. Hilarious! I would listen to that podcast every week. That, that would be a great podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've uh, I'm just you know living in Central PA, and I I actually so I've been doing some podcasting lately. This is a good way to pass your time during uh, this whole thing, especially if you're missing baseball. I've been playing a simulation game called Out of the Park Baseball. Have you all ever heard of that? Yeah, super nerdy. Yeah, it's game. a nerd game. Um, so it that's been a lot of fun. One of the leagues that I do is an online league, and um, that league asked me to host a pod. They found out that I used to do podcasting, so I've been hosting a podcast that like you know twenty people will listen to. Uh, it's been pretty fun. <laughs> So what are you doing? Just breaking down what happened yeah, yeah. in the yeah, league that's exactly that week, right. and you're basically yep. all your listeners yep. are it's, owners it's of other teams. It's the smallest audience possible. It's twenty people, like it's thirty people, but not everyone's listening to a podcast about their fake baseball league. So that's yeah. really funny. I like that <laughs> I idea. That, yeah. I, th- I like that. I think Matt, that might be a new segment for three thirty six, where we talk about our fantasy football oh, man. that yeah. week. Well, it's- and just trash talk, trash talk the rest of the yeah. teams. Um, that's yeah. That's that's if you're trying to lose listeners. Uh, this was supposed to be my my weekly reading of of the bracket. Um, and yeah, I know that's Sad. this is my favorite show of the year where I get to go through and read every winner I have now, for the bracket all the way to number one. While you guys constantly try to inter- interrupt <laughs> me, so I'm really I should have just read it anyway, right. even without a, a 64. Well, I saw Liberty was going to Sweet 16 in my newest bracket too, which is a shame. Still putting out a, I saw NCAA was considering still putting out a bracket. Yeah, I've, so that so that the schools would be acknowledged. Oh, really? I, I didn't hear so that. So if that's the case, yeah. yeah. So if they do that, we'll give you time to yeah. read it. Yeah. But that was that was. We were so hyped about Liberty last episode. All right. Well. Uh, the re- Charlie came up on the show last week, right? Or was it the well, week before? We, I don't know. So, uh, at some point, we mentioned them doing, and this is where we should have ended our podcast. We should have stopped doing our podcast when Oral Spastics did, like, mocking us, but they did a better version of our podcast than we, like, have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, right. we should have said, yeah. wait a minute, they do our thing better than we, we do did it. A, so we should be that done That actually here. is one of the ones on YouTube. It's called... Uh, Zach Grinky takeout slide, and it is exactly uh, a note-for-note parody of, I guess not like terribly early section three three six, but fairly early three three six with a with a bunch of your old segments We're and super into yeah, segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll make yeah, sure to I'll, share that on our Twitter. <laughs> there's a well. there's also one of our YouTube videos that's up is wishing you all a happy a happy anniversary for something. Um, so we're in a car wishing you all, uh, we're down in spring training and we're wishing you all, uh, whatever. Oh, that's, that was probably, yeah, must have been, our year must one have been. show. It, it was one of those. Maybe. Oh yeah. That, that we did well, mothers. Yeah. 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 When we did a mother's year one. Yeah. Party. So there's that, that video is on there too. Um, um, maybe. So yeah, it's, I was looking at some of that stuff today, getting ready for, for this show. And I, I think we talked about you guys because we were talking about the fact that we missed an old-fashioned good <laughs> podcast war. Oh, 
and we wanted to trash talk some other shows that are out there to get a nice Yeah, there was going. that one podcast who used the same artwork that we used. Oh, no. Right? And so... <laughs> I, uh, well, no, different well, artwork. Well, same artist. They got the same, same guy artist, to draw yeah. it. The so new it logo looks is very similar I to ours. Say, that's a nice look. Yeah. Thanks. Tell the other show what's that the, you like the yours, too. It looks just to like it. It's... um. Why am I blanking on their name? Uh, Fred, I don't. I, I'm blanking on the name too. Uh, oh, Bur- Birdland. Yeah, Birdland, Birdland BS, BS, which is a, a, a yeah, so Star like Wars podcast. Nice we know guys. the guys even outside of podcasting. We'll nice guys, right? That's what I was saying. Like I don't. Yeah. Like right. I, 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 like I don't know. Like is this? I, I'm just looking for beef here. So at the end of our podcast, like I took a, I took a cheap shot at them, hoping that you know I would you know that they would respond with a cheap shot on their it, podcast not, because right. Yeah, nudge them, nudge them my way name. so that I can steer them as to how to pick a fight with you all. I'm I'm an expert. Yeah, but I think I'm a little concerned that they're 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 too nice. They're they're, they're too nice to to actually engage in this superficial fight. Um, whereas you guys, especially Bird's Eye View, I don't want to rekindle anything here. Um, but but there was some. I feel like there was some good um, and kind of real. Real? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Right, right over there. I, th- I think with I think with I think with spastics it was fun, and yeah. we were going back and forth yeah. and enjoying it. Um, yeah, it may have gotten real with birthday, yeah. or maybe just from my personal I, I perspective. Maybe just now. my personal perspective. I didn't yeah. know that. I love those guys. I think I'm going to probably yeah. be on their show know, at some point this season. They had asked. Me I do too. I, yeah, and, yeah, and we, no, do we do too. We love and, them, and we're and that's what I, I saw. I don't know. It's been a while since I, but I, I saw I saw Jake at. Fan fest, right? And so this is—I'm dating myself because there was a time, boys and girls, when the Orioles used to have a thing called Fan Fest. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the last time I saw Jake, and just like the nicest, like, literally nicest yeah. guy in the world. And so, like, I can't even like, even if I wanted yeah. to have beef, like, it's just too They're incredibly nice. People. I can't. Like, good, good human beings. And, yeah. and yeah, and that was part of like opening day. I was looking forward to coming up and seeing all those guys and everything, and. Back to that normalcy. Now, there were some other podcasts that have come and gone who have taken shots at us, and we're <laughs> fine that they're gone. Yeah. We like that Bird's Eye View is still around. Or some websites having beef with us because we said we're Baltimore's best podcast. Like, is that – what is that, Maryland yeah. Sports Blog? Maryland Sports Blog. Maryland Sports Blog. chill out. Man. It's just a saying. It's a, a subjective saying that we're the best, all right? You don't have to send us mean I, messages. I, Dude, miss, I miss the uh... – yeah the the drama just the sheer this yeah a, the compelling uh ins and outs of of having a weekly podcast that yeah this is what you're missing yeah, out in our on case, right. dozens of people would listen yeah. to especially especially the i think our our parody of you all came like in our 10th episode or something so like it's it's very possible that like you guys were like first off who are these people and then second off, all our listeners were probably like, what is going on with it? Like if they didn't know you all, like they wouldn't get it at all. It was it's just so it, weird. And it's not like we have a million listeners, right? Like we, we, we probably got a hundred, you guys, whatever. Like it's not the part. crossover between yeah. yeah, the crossover here is just <laughs> a, a tiny, made an episode. like there's one person getting all these jokes who thinks it's hilarious. We made an hilarious. episode basically for you three and, <laughs> right. uh, and that, no one yeah, else. exactly right. right. Six, I enjoyed six, it thoroughly right. though. Six years ago too. Six years ago when podcasting wasn't even as big right. as it, and normal right. as it is now. Oh, man. Those are good <laughs> days. We we even had a 
we had somebody do a because you guys had a had a like a rap intro so we had one of my friends like do a diss track it was good like we like went hard like we like really we went all out for it it was pretty good uh yeah i'm not exaggerating it was it was you did us better than us yeah i think during that whole podcast wartime i think we didn't we change our theme song one week to just trash bird's eye view I, well. I thought i mean <laughs> i think we, we had a version stuff. of that it was like us or spaz and the bottom morons and we were we were it was it was going around and around for a while all the morons the bottom morons i mean can we talk about how great they were too sam's <laughs> yeah well, they, they graduated beyond <laughs> sam, sam graduated Sam's podcast yeah. is incredible um what is the name of that uh i'm gonna look it up because everyone should listen to that uh ghost yeah. ghost Family Ghost. Uh, ghost something. Family Ghost. ghost story. Yes. Are you familiar with this podcast, Matt? Family no. Ghost? Is that Sam Dingman? He's doing that? This is, this is yeah, Sam's working on this podcast. Huh? With a, It's a big professionally, like, full-time. Like, he actually makes money doing this podcast. That doesn't surprise me at all, yeah. It's, I think the premise of it, and tell me if I'm wrong, Josh, I believe the premise of it is basically it's these people that have like had an impact in families, usually somebody who's married into the family or like a, a patriarch of the family or somebody that was a particularly big character in the way that that person has impacted like generations of, of these families. And it's really amazing stories. Um, yeah. Well, the, the heading uh, says every house is haunted and each, in each episode of family ghost, we investigate the true story behind the mysterious figure whose legend has that. followed it's, the family And they're for good episodes. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. They're yeah. really good. That's cool. It's hosted by, <laughs> I like this, hosted by Moth Grand Slam winner. I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds good. Sam Digman. Hmm. That's, that's cool. So, yeah. Check that out if you're not listening to that. If you missed the Baltimore on. Josh, do we out. have any anyone in our family who's kind of, you know. Other than Bert. Haunting our. Yeah, it's Bert that guy. If we were uh, to do, if if we were going to Sam Dingman's podcast, we talk about how Bert is, is is haunting not only our podcast but our family in general. The guy not there. I don't the know. Elephant in the room never mentioned. I don't know. I'd have to yeah. think about that. I'd, I'd listen to, to that episode that. of of Section Three Three Six. I mean, you all talking about? Uh, you all have done a bunch of this anyway, talking about the way that baseball interacts with your family. I'd love to hear more about your all's family. I, I love all the stories that, that you all uh, tell when you do your podcast. Yeah. You know, no one, no uh, Oriole has died in a while. And that's the only time we have my dad on the show. So I thought we would get him on in open, around opening day since I'd be coming up for that. But, uh, yeah, we'll get him on again sometime. Yeah. Just like Bert. We'll get Bert back on sometime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because this is what... And that's again. I mean, going back to like sports and, and what it does, and for us, like this is the the thing that ties us together, going back to forever, right? And even when Bert married into the family, right? Who she he married our sister Lara. Like even then, like Josh had a prior relationship with Bert, but before that, but like my my whole relationship with Bert is pretty much based on just going to baseball games and sitting next to him and doing this podcast talking about sports. Well, even when you were. Even when we were kids, what did we do? What did we do with Bert? We played sure, baseball yeah. as yeah. kids. So it's it's baseball. It's uh, I mean it's it's why Field of Dreams is such a yeah. great movie. Yeah, yeah. Because of that connection. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I was listening to uh, you mentioned Field of Dreams and that that quote by um, James Earl Jones. The like uh, they they played it on um, the Baseball Tonight podcast with Buster Olney, and like just just listen to podcasts like Buster Olney. Like this is and like reporters like this is their this is their thing, right? Like they they cover baseball. It's just so interesting, right? To hear all these people talk about. Like, what are they doing now and kind of their experiences now, like not having baseball? This is their livelihood. This is their life. And like for us, yeah, it's, a, it's a big you. part of our lives, but it's not our livelihood like it is for a lot of people. Right. I'd encourage you to go subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, really neat letter from The Athletic, email from The Athletic about how like obviously like things are different now. So. We won't be writing and breaking down box scores, but we're still working on stories and still writing special stories because that's what they do. That's what makes the athletic different. And a great article today by Dan Connolly and Britt Gioli about the Masson and the Orioles dispute and how we got to this mm-hmm. point. Kind of how it's all started with the Nationals coming and taking part of the Orioles region and kind of showing both sides of the story. Really good uh, article in the athletic today. Yeah, I, I second that. I've loved that website, and it's worth it's worth the money for sure. Yeah, it's, it's like three dollars a month, and, it's and like it. a million podcasts, and it's just it's great. It's excellent. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, now we told Charlie he had to come <laughs> with a story because we said he did. Bert's story time better than Bert ever did. Yeah, your, yeah, your now, story gone, time was, gone, was better than... Right. Though Bert did have great story time. We've gone... Right, so we've gone long today. Story time. Do we have time for story time? I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I can't... We had... <laughs> we decided that we couldn't even tell the story that you want me to tell in, a, in an episode of Oriole Spastics, so we made a specific episode that's 45 minutes long of just us telling the story... Uh, so it's I I can right. I could yeah. Then let's do that. It is. You ha- it, it is. is that called, episode on uh, YouTube? If you go to Oriole Spastics is on YouTube. Obviously, if you search for it, right, it'll come up right away. Um, it's got you know maybe a dozen podcasts or so. Um, it's got a couple videos, including our us saying hi to you all. Uh, it has a very good video of uh, when Nate McClough signed with the nationals we did a time to say goodbye to nate mcclough video uh, that was excellent um so if you want to reminisce about I, <laughs> nate mcclough i still remember i remember that video that was excellent i remember that it was good all right uh and right, yeah had to, had we do we do the song time to say goodbye so it's like opera music to <laughs> nate mcclough highlights uh it's very good if you want to re- reminisce about that 2012 uh orioles team which i do all the time um but but right, Vaniversary is the name right. of the so give Vaniversary, like anniversary with a V van-a- because something happens with a van. All right. <laughs> now, now give us give our listener a good tease yeah. about this story and set it up so that they can go over to YouTube. Because what's fun about this, if you listen to Oriole Spastics, no, is it actually, so Chris Chris wasn't there. Um, no, but we did have. Two, okay. two of All us, right, so and then we, we brought on our two other friends that had been there. This actually predates Oriole Spastics, um, and it was, uh, you know, us in our early twenties going on a fishing beach trip down to Chincoteague. Um, so there's some, 
stupid stories. We give you an Arrested Development drinking game, which is always worthwhile. Uh, but there's a bunch of stories of dumb 20-year-olds getting drunk. Um, and uh, it, again, it's also it's also a coming-of-age story in which uh, at the end something... <laughs> something uh terrible and hilarious happens uh to all of us uh, involving uh dean's grandparents uh 15 passenger van and the chesapeake bay so mm. and you walked away older and wiser it's a i was i was listening to it today uh and it's, that's why i was i just don't think i can do uh justice to this um no and it's okay because people need ways to get through this trying time (laughs) the the extra podcast of 45 minutes yeah so uh josh i'll give you the link to our youtube page if you all want to put that somewhere it's got a bunch of stuff you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking yeah i'm thinking we'll share the link on the youtube now and i'm thinking why don't we put this out on the 336 feed in a couple days like end of the week, people are really gonna be struggling <laughs> to get through this. Let's let's share the van, the anniversary episode. Yeah, after put it on there. We'll yeah. be looking at like ten days of no sports by then, so we're gonna I, share I it directly warn your with listeners, our listeners in a couple days. You all have this this carefully cultivated image. Uh, Oriel Spastics was uh, a very. <laughs> it was a show made by by people in their mid twenties, and and feels that way. Uh, very heavily. So just so you know, there's a bunch of, of uh, subtle but crude humor. Uh, there's lots of talking. We At one point, I discussed how we decided to make uh, our breakfast. We had cocoa pebbles, and we instead of milk, we used white Russians. So it's like dumb. It's just like really dumb. And uh, But it's, it's very fun. It is, it is pretty funny. Um, so hopefully, just as long as you aren't expecting... Uh, as long as you aren't expecting the fine work that Section 336 puts right. out, uh, you'll have a good time with it. So you're saying that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have, you'll have fun if you're, if you're expecting to listen to a bunch of uh, absurd 25-year-olds. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a great story. So <laughs> it, it, it you got that going for story. it. All right. Is there anything else we got to get to in this weird episode? I kept on alluding to Trey Mancini. I mean, just I feel weird throwing it at the end. Oh yeah, uh, but it's it's very odd to not talk yeah, about that. And, and so because we found out news that um, it came out, it was reported that he had oh he he came out and said it. he had a, a malignant tumor removed from his colon, and so I don't know. Just he's 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 recovering now, and so um, our thoughts and prayers with Trey, Trey Mancini, and and hope to see him get back to to normal and back to playing baseball soon. I talked to my, my, my yeah. wife's in a, is, and she, she was an oncology nurse, what for 10 years, she just recently moved to a general sur- sur- surgical floor, but for a while she worked on the oncology floor. And so we were talking about, um, I think Trey Mancini, it sounds like he's rather fortunate because, um, colon cancer is a very, uh, treatable type of cancer if that's what he has. And right. And rarely found in people. Right. And, him. Like they normally don't discover it, so right? Early. And so, like, no one gets tested for it, or you know, very rarely people get tested for it when they're they're his age. So that's right. why when it happens in someone's young, it's usually really dangerous because it's usually advanced if you've identified in a young person. But the fact that they were running tests, I guess, is part of because he because since he's a baseball player, going through these tests, I, I think they caught it relatively early. It's hard to tell. Um, so hopefully that's good news. But certainly, I mean, we've talked on the show previously about you know 
Trey Mancini, um, how, how just tremendous he is. Um, and so certainly we wish him uh, the best and a speedy recovery and a full recovery. Sure. Just going to throw that out there. As yeah. if, as uh, if 2020 isn't crazy enough. Um, we saw the passing of, of Kobe Bryant at the beginning of the year, which is anyone who's my age, it was their favorite. He was their favorite player. Then we go to, to Trey Mancini. I like you're rolling into a recap it's just, of 2020. And it's, and it's March. Yeah. It's just insane to me. Right? Like, it's just... Like, yeah. we're going to look back on this, and, like, it's just... I, it just no words for it. I mean, it's March. Right. 2020, March. Like, yeah. it's insane. There's a there's um, a good uh yeah, but there's a good meme that's been going on. It feels like pretty much as soon as the year started. Uh did you all either of you ever watch 30 Rock? Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my my wife watched no. it and so okay. like, like yeah, so I, I, I saw so, it. So so Tina Fey's yeah. character is like celebrating something and she's just like Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay. 30 Rock I have watched a bunch of. I was thinking Third Rock for the Sun when you said that. Uh, I'm way yeah, wrong. Different shows. So, yes, so, I've seen Thirty Rock. Uh, Tina Fey's, yeah. you know, celebrating something, and she's just like quietly, sort of to herself, just like we really had a heck of a year. And uh, Alec Baldwin's just like, well, it's it's March, and it's just like that. I feel like that's been rolling on for 2020 this whole time. It's, it's been yeah. it's been a heck of a year, and it is it is March. Yeah, it's so true. Oh man! All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Next week with another show. I don't know what we'll talk about, Josh. We'll find something to yeah. talk about. I have no idea. We always get we'll by. Do maybe like I, we mentioned embarrassing things about the Orioles. Maybe like favorite Oriole players. Just a show where I can talk about Brian Mattis for a while. Oh. I wouldn't mind doing that. <laughs> you want you want to try to bring it back to yeah, Orioles? I would like to. I would like to stick to Orioles. Um. Yeah, with a little bit of Stephen King sprinkled in, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Send us messages on Twitter of what you. Uh, I hear that how hybrid like shows work really well. If you talk about Orioles and then something else, I've heard that that's. <laughs> well, well, we have to change our name. <laughs> but it's right. got to be a show that's been off the air for ten years. Yeah, maybe Josh, we should just do a spinoff, like the the Oriole Kings or something, as a spinoff, <laughs> just for like three months, and then Orioles baseball again. and Stephen King references. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Charlie, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll ha- have you again. Hey, what's your what's your Twitter handle? People can follow you. Did he say it, Charlie? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was out. just saying uh, thanks so much for, for having me. It was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully I'll get to talk with you all in, in happier circumstances soon. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we'll have you back on to hopefully, right, to, to hopefully, yeah, it will be in a better situation. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Section336. Josh? At Josh Charlie? Charles Hoppus. All right, thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, I don't know, go America. <laughs> right. But, uh, stay go, home. Yeah. Uh, Drink responsibly. Yeah, stay home. That's good. Drink responsibly. There you go. Hey, guys. Have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car? 
while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Birdland Sports. For fans, by fans. Find more great shows like this at birdlandsports.com.